Hello everyone, it's LDP. We have another episode of It's Probably You. On this episode, we are taking all of the feedback and the responses that you gave us for the work from home. We are so excited about this. Let's go ahead and get kicked off. Welcome in everyone to the Everyday Experience Podcast. This is a show called It's Probably You. I'm your host, LDP. And then holding it down with me today is my trusted co-host jesus on the microphone how you doing how you holding up out there man i am for an extrovert i am surprisingly thriving in this environment oh that's good to hear it's weird i'm not gonna lie it's it's a pretty weird scenario for me because i still crave that interaction um but i do like having the time to try to do things with it so I, i i've kind of enjoyed it um how about yourself how are you holding up I'm doing pretty good now. We got super into cooking as a team, so we were trying out some new dishes. Uh, that being said, last night we made one of my favorite things. At my Ooh, what'd you make? Yeah, it's called carne en su jugo, which is like, it's meat that you stew in its own juices with green uh, tomatillo, and then it, it takes a lot of other ingredients you put in at the end, but it's so good. And oh, we had dude. that wonderful meal with a little glass of wine and a nice... Uh, viewing of sonic the hedgehog the movie. oh how was it how was that movie you know what that movie the, and maybe it's because my expectations were at zero they had no right to be that good you know what i mean I oh thought really it was okay good. Yeah. that's now, good to know don't get i'm me gonna wrong. try it out i'm not saying it's an oscar-winning movie or that you're you know it was amazing but it was fun and if you go in expecting a zero you're gonna get a solid six you know <laughs> Yeah, I think we should end up doing like a top movies to watch in quarantine. Um, but this is that's a good segue because we're all looking at ways to do things while we have this lockdown. Right. And our next episode, we're going to focus in on some of the ways that we're communicating with friends on this episode. We wanted to talk about working from home and the adjustment period that a lot of people have gone through as more and more companies shifted to work from home. So. Um, let's before we even get into like the poll, I kind of want to get your take on how are you enjoying work from home? Because you have an awesome setup. So you are already set up if you wanted to be able to. So kind of tell us about like, how do you like it and your setup at home? I love it. And I'm actually using none of the stuff that they provided for me because my company did send out like a monitor and keyboards and headsets and stuff. But I already had a ton of things that you I have a whole flat screen yeah. TV that's just hanging out in the room that we do most of our episodes. So I think yeah. you were already set. Well, and then I have an ultra widescreen monitor that I use for myself. And that's basically two monitors in one. So with that plus the laptop, it's three screens basically that I get to use. And I have my own wireless mouse and keyboard and headset. Oh, so goodness. yeah, I love my setup where I could just, uh, as soon as I'm done with work, if I close my work laptop, it loads my personal laptop so that I'm ready to jump right into play right after. But what oh, I'm man, curious that's is awesome. it just seems like a lot of people are loving the setup. Do you think people are going to want to go back to the old way? Oh man. Yes. That is the funniest thing. I have thought about this repeatedly. I don't know how many people are going to want to come back because when I look at the numbers that we got back from... Um, people and how they felt about it. Uh, I, I don't know if we're ever going to go back, and I don't know if people actually want to go back. Huh. Yeah, The uh, it just it makes more... I was talking to my sister about this. I don't know if it makes sense anymore for a lot of these jobs. Like when I used to work in the office, and I still talk to my friends from the office, they used to tell us that there was no way they could work from home, that it wasn't logistically possible. They were testing it, but it just wasn't in the cards right now. 
And then all of a sudden now everyone's working from home and some people were driving 45 minutes to get to work. So you think yep. 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back then plus any time it took you to get ready. Cause you know, we're not all dressing up like we do when we go. No, a lot of people have like a casual working environment. Most people right. do now. We did yeah. the first couple of days. People were trying to show up in suits and stuff, you know, but after that, it's just like <laughs> Star Wars t-shirts and things like that. But you think of that, you think about your work life and that basically means you get three hours, maybe more plus back into your life exactly that you were just spending getting to work you know so exactly I, I don't know. exactly like, and i thought about it from a, an economical standpoint for the businesses it's like do i really want to maintain brick and mortar and pay for all of this the insurance that comes with it um you know upkeep of the building um the electric the internet um you know firewalls all this stuff that is inherently built into having a brick and mortar, whether it's a branch, whether it's a full on site call centers, you've got other business um, setups where you're paying for a lot of things that I think we're realizing slowly but steadily, some of that work could be done at home. I don't think it necessarily means that people are going to be out of jobs. I think it's just going to really change, which some people are, you know, we we hate to see that and we know that that has happened to some people. Um, but I do think that for a lot of individuals, this is just going to change the way we do work. I don't think there's, I don't think there's going, I don't think we can go back as cleanly as we left, if that makes sense, because it wasn't really yeah. a clean leave. I think now that people have had a taste of it and they start realizing like, wait, we could have been doing this the whole time. I thought it was impossible. You know, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how business make it seem like it was never like you couldn't do it? Yeah, it's crazy because like my my company, it's not like we're life changing work. We're not doctors or anything like that. But they would tell us like, no, you can't work from home because you you touch sensitive information. Right. But I'm like, man, I, I have friends that work in the financial industry who have access to people's entire finances and they work from home. Like, exactly I, myself I know included fact, yeah, <laughs> I, I know for a fact that what we work with is not as let me rephrase that it's important but it's not as uh sensitive as that kind of information and then i knew people who were like uh dentist assistants and uh, nurse assistants and stuff that were work from home and have access to all of the health records wow. in their yeah home. exactly that's a really so good point that is a solid that, point we couldn't do it you know it just it just doesn't make sense and i think it came a lot into trust like oh we can't monitor people at home so we that's don't all know it came down work. to yep yep but but right now at least I don't, and I'm curious about you but right now at least for my company people's numbers are still where they were or even better because they're just working the full time because honestly there's no distractions there's no yeah. one there coming in to talk to you there's not your your boss coming to give you a quick one on one that's two hours long you know, <laughs> it, it's just you working when you work i think that i've seen a spike in people like volunteering for overtime or signing in early and in like doing uh, being willing to stay later it's a lot more convenient as i thought about like my average day uh, i've kind of broken out so that like i do certain things throughout the course of the day that weren't really possible i have coffee immediately available to me at any point of the day which has made working from home my favorite part of it um but yeah, if I if I want to uh, clock in a little bit or early and help out with something, I can do that. If I want to stay a little bit later because, you know, we were backed up with work and I can provide a little bit of additional assistance, I can do that. And I can still be, you know, like I get out of work at five um, by five oh five. I am set up to start my workout at home. Like, that's crazy to me. That's mind blowing to me. And like I said, I don't know, you know. For me, I want to go back just because I like interacting with people. But I know everyone in the office where I used to work there, 
they're not going to want to go back unless they don't, they're not technical people and they don't like setting up their own stuff. And I guess with that, you said you took a poll. Uh, yeah, we did stuff. a whole. So we did a whole entire uh, Instagram poll. So we can dive into that because I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna be interested in some of these responses. And some of this is an impact of you know what's happening in the lockdown, and some of this is just personal preference. So as always, I asked three questions: Are you working from home? We had 109 people view it. Of those people, 93% said yes, they are currently working from home. So that oh, was wow. crazy to me. Yeah. Um, then we had, uh, how much do you like working from home? We had 106 people view it of that population. 75% said they like working from home. I was blown away by that. Right. But it gets even deeper. Right. So I wanted to ask those two questions because I thought they were very pertinent. Are you actually a statistic or not? Are you working from home or no? And then how much do you like it? So those are very like one's objective, one's subjective. And then I just wanted to just know fact. Are you an introvert or are you an extrovert? So if I told you that I was going to ask this question and you already know that, um, you know, 75% are liking it. How many people do you think are introverts? Oh, 106 people say, viewed it. What percentage of I, the 106 people were introverts? I would say we would get more. I was going to say more answers from the extroverts because they love polls. But <laughs> I, 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 love I polls, would answer yeah. this. Yeah, so I'm going to say 60 40, 60 for extroverts. So, no, no, you know what? 70 30. 70 30. So you're thinking 70 30 uh, of ex- extroverts were the ones who answered the question. Right. 50-50. Oh, wow. It was a 50-50 split between the introverts and the extroverts. And I think of all the numbers, I didn't expect that many people to enjoy working from home. I thought that that was going to be a little bit more 60-40. I was blown away by 75% of the people actually enjoying it. And then the 50-50 split between the introverts and the extroverts was really fascinating for me. But then I started to get some like like the responses. Cause I did ask this a general question of like, you know, what's the experience been like or how how are you enjoying it? Like uh, what are some challenges that you're facing? I just wanted to put that out there. And here are some of the responses I got and just let me know what you think. Um, one of the responses was uh, how much I took social freedom for granted and missed seeing my friends in person. So I'm like, that's that's a pretty solid response there. And I think that that's the most common theme that you're going to see. Uh, I had one who said, we have four Germans stranded at our house until May 7th because <laughs> they came to visit. Because I, I asked for more follow-up there. They came to visit, but however, they have to self-quarantine. So now they can't go back. And with the travel ban, they might not be able to go back anytime soon. And I got spouses currently working, uh, is currently not working so he's home all day, totally kills my work from home vibe. And that, that I got two responses that were very similar in that regard of like, hey, I'm stuck here with family members and other people and they're kind of killing it for me. You know what? That's a good one. I'll, I'll start from the back there because it, it, it's, I swear it's like a conspiracy or something, but my wife is working from home and she works very hard. I work very hard, right? But because of the nature of my job, there's times when there's a gap between my work. So I'm like, okay, well, I could just sit around or I could, you know, I'll play. I have my TV next to my computer. I'll play a game for like 30 minutes while I'm waiting for the person to come back. 
right? Because yeah. I'll send them away. Every time I do that, that's when my wife chose to take a break to come get something from the kitchen. So she sees me playing. And I'm so paranoid that she's like, does she think I'm just playing games all day? So I tell her, like, I wasn't, I wasn't just playing games. I was working and the person had to step away for their lunch or whatever. And so I already ate. So I'm just, I'm just using my time or whatever. Right. But that when it happens funny. every time, then it just gets in my head and it gets me so paranoid. That but, is too uh, funny. That like honestly, um, for the benefit for me is we can kind of hear each other as we go throughout the course of the day. I actually talk to people, whereas my wife does not. Well, some some people will reach out to her when they need assistance, and I I have uh, different people that contact me throughout the course of the day. So I think it is funny that we can kind of we both know that we're working. So in that scenario, she might just think you don't do anything all day, and I find that to be hilarious. Oh man, and you know but, she's judging you. Yeah, oh, I know, 100%, and it's very stressful. <laughs> the other thing I was surprised when you were talking about the uh, the first question we asked were, are you working from home? And it, I'm surprised it was as high as 93%. 93%. Because, 93% you know, of people responded. We try not to go out, but we still go out for groceries, and there's still a ton of people out there uh, working in the grocery stores. I, all of those are still stocked. The fast food places by my house. I went to uh, a Kroger which was a grocery mart and the Starbucks inside there was still fully staffed. And they actually had four people and they normally only have two people, which made me paranoid. Wow. Of why, why is there so many people in there? You know, that is, that's not good. I don't think yeah. there's nothing about that, coffee, that to me but, is cool. Oh yeah. Me too. I was still bought my yeah, coffee too. As, as I drink mine as we currently speak. So I'm wondering if the people that answered are in places where they have a mandated stay at home. Cause right now we have that in Texas in Dallas only, right? Where you have to stay in Dallas. Yeah. It hasn't hit Fort Worth yet. Yeah, but it's nowhere else, and we're not living in actual Dallas, so, huh? Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked by all the numbers that came from this poll, and um, we really, again, we always appreciate those who who want to interact with us and and enjoy being a part of the the show in itself. Uh, I got one response that says, "Bro, it's amazing. What is life?" best best response ever pretty much sums it up uh you can tell this is an extrovert who thoroughly enjoys um being at home or an introvert who thoroughly enjoys being at home and then we got a couple of responses that were a little bit more selfless in nature at least in my opinion um biggest challenge is meeting my students needs as a sped teacher so i i had two teachers respond and kind of go more in depth with me and they were saying that they're feeling the challenge because now they're doing a lot of videoing and some of the students just don't have the means to interact. Like um, their home life isn't as positive depending on the type of um, district that you're in. So that that was unfortunate. Yeah. And then even just on that, people that have children of their own, you know, they, they uh, are on top of having to work from home, also having to jump in to teach their children. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they might not have the education they need for whatever the kid's studying because we all want to help our kids. But if your kid's on trigonometry and you've never taken trigonometry, <laughs> you're, about to have to learn, yeah, you're about to learn trig to, to help them out. So Yeah, it's going to be a little hard to, to give the support that you need. But, yeah, I thought about that. And, and it was interesting to hear from both of the teachers that both of their concerns were not being able to really impact the, the students like they would like to. Now, now, let me ask you a, a quick 180 question here. Do you think that there's going to be more kids or less kids born right now in nine months? Oh, so, way more. Oh, way you think more. So? Yeah, I thought oh, that yeah. too. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I, I started thinking that people might be paranoid that they can't get to the doctors for checkups and stuff. So they're going to be more careful point. of like, I, I, like, what if you were six months in and you had to go in to do a checkup? And the chances, can. yeah, you're going to be scared, right? Yeah, so that's a good I wonder, point. 
if that's going to walk people out of it. So it'll be- oh, it, might, it might it might scare people out of wanting to have kids right now. I think I think the uncertainty is really what's getting to a lot of people. It's, it's a hard um, time that we're living in. And, and I keep having friends and reminding me of like we're living through what's going to ultimately be in a textbook one day. Yeah. You know? and, and, and not to make light of it, but I can't stop thinking about this. Uh, did you see the Spider-Man uh, Far From Home? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, so spoilers for anyone if you haven't seen it, all right? I'm going to tell you the first 30 seconds of the film. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want to know, then you could jump off there. But uh, in the beginning of the movie, it starts where we see the people phasing back in after Thanos. The snap. Gets, yeah, the snap and everyone comes back in, right? And they had to redo the entire school system because those people missed months of school. So they didn't get to pass the grades because they didn't know what was happening. Yeah, because they, yeah, they weren't Yeah, there. and now <laughs> I'm thinking about that present day because let's say that this goes on past september right right now a lot of school districts are are ending school until the end of this school year because they don't want the kids back so they're homeschooling but you know like i mentioned some people can't do homeschooling as well as they could in person what's going to happen when the new year starts are they going to move ahead and just be really far behind or are they going to have to redo their grade or is something special going to happen because like uh, this morning in new york or yesterday what they did is um, for nursing students, anyone that was going to graduate in spring, uh, the governor is going to sign an executive order to automatically let them start. In the oh, yeah. Spring. So they can actually start helping. Yeah. Right. So, I, I yeah. saw that there's a bunch of doctors that are that are actually passing and they're just they're just graduating so that they can go and help. And that's just one example, support. one example of it. You know what I mean? But uh yeah, it's gonna that be is crazy so crazy. See. I didn't even think about that. That is crazy. And you know what though? That that actually brings me into a whole other. This was a, the the last response that I I got a bunch, but I only wanted to read a couple of them. This was another one that I got, and this fits perfectly. It's like this person said, "I don't feel any anxiety or frustration from working from home, but I'm worried for others, like just concerned about other people and how they're coping with it. Because depending on how your life is set up." This might be extremely comforting and easy for you, or it could be a really difficult time. Mm. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You know, caring about each other is the only way we're going to get through it. And then just random things that made me think about it. If you see signs that say limit what you could buy, don't stock up your cart on that stuff anymore. Like I I went to Kroger though, and now it's a lot more filled. So I think people have A, realized like, okay, let's not panic. There's still food. And B, the people who stockpiled probably had to throw away a lot of the food. Oh, yeah, they they feel really dumb now that they just did all that for no apparent reason other than just to do it. Yeah, but when I went to Walmart the other week, it it was like ground beef, limit one per customer, right? So that everyone can have ground beef. Cool. I get mine and start walking away. This person just puts like six ground beefs in their thing. (laughs) And I don't know if you know this, but if you take the food off the shelf, when you get to the front, if they don't, if you take it off, you're like, oh, I'm not going to buy it. They can't put that back on the shelf. They have to throw it away. Oh, so, I didn't know that. So basically, they have to let that person buy it now or throw it away. So Wow. It, so we're uh, just wasting all types of food. We're just unnecessarily wasting and expanding our footprint even more than it already is. Good job, yeah, everyone. So, you know, if, if you ever tell them like, oh, can you just put this meat back for me? Chances are they're not going to do it because they don't know how long it ha- it's been outside of refrigeration. So they don't want the liability of accidentally someone else buying it and getting sick if you were shopping for like an hour, you know. I'm yeah, sure that makes it. Well, yeah, they also don't know how long you had it outside and you were just right. walking around the store, though. That makes sense. So, with all this working from home stuff happening and with all these things circling in my head, so I'm laying in bed and I'm responding to people who wrote in and I see this app all about building a routine around working from home. And the first thing I thought, I was like, 
oh man, they are stalking me real hard that, you know, like I, like I've, I've been talking to people about this work from home. I got these polls coming up and then all of a sudden I get a commercial about working from home and the right app for it. I'm like, good job. You guys are stalking the hell out of us. But then the second thought I had, um, if I, if I wanted to build like the perfect work from home routine, I was like, what resources would be out there to build the perfect work from home routine? Like that was the first thing that came to mind. And so I had to do a little bit of research. And, you know, the first thing I do anytime I have a problem, there's the one thing I always do. It's called YouTube. It's the first thing that I do. Um, So I found two YouTube videos that I thought were fantastic. And they were all around this concept. So before I talk about them, I'm going to give you the concept. And I I just want to get your take on it. It was like separation of space. So for those people who have families, for those people who just don't want to bring work home, because a lot of people just don't want to break, don't want to bring work home. So how can you fit your office in a bag? That was yeah, like the general theme. So what do you, what do you, when I tell you that I want to be able to fit my office in a bag, like, what do you think about that? And that concept of separating work from home life? Uh, I've always struggled with that because uh I enjoy work. So I like, I don't mind like, Oh, someone texts me after hours. I'm going to help them out. And right now my job is salary. So it it doesn't matter. You know, I'm not getting, I I guess I I felt like I'm always on the clock anyway. Right. That's kind of how I feel when I'm salary too. Yeah. And, and my boss does a really great job of making sure that we, he doesn't give us anything extra. If we want to, it's like my choice to do it. No one's ever told me like, you have to do it or even done the like hey you don't have to but if you don't you know everyone else is doing oh it. yeah yeah like, the rub, like to make you feel bad the whole yeah, guilt trip into something yeah none of that i'm blessed that everyone treats me very well so i don't mind having my work next to my thing like i mentioned my work's done i close my work laptop and my pc immediately switches to my personal stuff on my uh, on my desktop so i don't even have to look at work anymore unless i check my work phone which i keep on me 24 7 so yeah. So that's so that's good though that you kind of have that and I do think that there are some people that are getting guilt tripped into to additional action just because I think some businesses are low. But yeah, this concept of fitting everything into a bag, both of these videos, one was by Pack Hackers and the other one was by Chrome Unbox. And basically the whole concept was how can I take and the, both of the setups were very similar, right? Laptop laptop stand monitor some one had a specific monitor that I fell in love with, which I'm going to talk about. So it was like a little like portable monitor, stand, laptop, you know, some of your wireless, you know, your wireless devices, like your keyboard and your mouse and everything. And then like some USB adapters and just some really, really small but awesome features that allowed you to be able to really take everything out, set it up in like five minutes work your, you know, seven, eight hours and then shut everything down. The first thing that I saw was the Roost laptop stand. That was a portable stand that literally was like um, condensed down, went into a bag, you popped it open and you were able to just immediately put your laptop on top. I thought that was super cool. Oh, nice. Well, before you keep going, just want to point out that none of this stuff is sponsored or anything like that. We're not. Oh, no, absolutely not. We're just telling you guys cool stuff that we found. Yeah. And then for the Chrome Unbox, this was something that I kind of wanted to get your take on, right? Oh so God. this was... I'm Googling this stuff as you bring it up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look it up. So this is, that was the Roost Laptop Stand two, uh, 2.0. 
Um, and it, I like this one just because it was sleek looking and if it, it like literally condensed down, you do it into a bag and I could just imagine if you want it to be, cause there's some people that are like, you know what, maybe I want to go and I want to work outside for an hour or two today. How awesome would it be if you could take this concept of fitting it in the bag and apply it to other places? Maybe you want to work out in the park. Now, obviously, I don't know what your setup is from an internet standpoint or what it is that you do, but I just thought about other ways that you can use this fitted in the bag. And uh, maybe you want to go and sit outside at Starbucks and be six feet apart from everybody else, but still get Wi-Fi. Um, maybe you want to go to the library if your library is, uh, is still open open other ways that you can take this concept of fit it in the bag and still do your work but do it in a way that allows you to get a break from being at home because the 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 gentleman that did the episode from um chrome on box i really liked it because it was he was extremely vulnerable he was really honest about it he wasn't trying to be flashy or anything he literally was just talking about the fact that it was important to have that separation and both of them talked about it but i thought he did a great job with that did you see the roost laptop stand did you see it you know what? I'm really liking that thing. Cause, Isn't it so uh, cool? It yeah, is I so will, cool looking. I actually want that for my personal laptop because I have a gaming laptop. And uh, I, I I keep it on the side of my desktop when I'm at home. Like I usually take it when I'm traveling. But right now I'm at home, so I keep it on my side. And I run other stuff. And I, I want to use it on, as a separate thing. But there is they sell these mounts you can attach to the wall. But they don't sell one for a 17-inch laptop. So oh, this really? Thing, I, yeah, I wonder if this thing would, would work out for me. It's got various but, sizes too, doesn't it? Doesn't it come with various sizes, or is uh, it just one, one size fits all? It's one size fits all, and the only thing that limits it is that the front of the laptop has to be less than 0.75 inches. So I actually don't know if mine is that because I have a big old chunky gaming laptop. Yeah, your laptop is huge. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to check that. That's cool, dude. I like that thing. Isn't that so cool? And then the other one that I found that you definitely have to look this up, and I'll and I'll give you the spelling on it. So this was from Chrome Unbox. He had the portable monitor that came alongside with oh, yeah. his with his Chromebook. So with the way his setup was the cool the coolest one to me. He had. The Chromebook setup, right? Then he had all the wireless, um, his wireless mouse and his wireless keyboard, Logitech. I mean, we're not sponsored by anything, but I use Logitech for everything. I love Logitech. I've always had Logitech, even since college. Like I've always just used their wireless mouses and keyboards and stuff. So I just love them as a brand. Right um, um, so like that's what I'm using for my mouse too. Um, so he had his little his Logitech setup. And the nice thing about Logitech is you can get a lot of those as bundles and you'll save money. Um, but alongside of it, he had the Lapau or Lapo um, portable monitor. It's L-E-P-O-W as the portable monitor. And I looked at this thing. I have watched like four videos on YouTube about it ever since seeing it. And uh, I can't justify it because I, I don't really need it, but I really, really want it. So I, I, I want you to take a second and go find that. It's L-E-P-O-W, portable monitor. And there's different brands. Obviously, when you put it into Amazon, you can find you know alternatives to everything. But it looks like this, this brand has got themselves pretty well established. And my goodness, the resolution on it was amazing. It goes all the way up to 4K. Oh wow! Yeah, this is um, this is one of the things I used to look at actually before I bought my gaming laptop because I was traveling so much and I would be at the hotels for weeks. I wanted something to do, so I actually was gonna buy one of these monitors so that I could plug my PS4 or my Xbox into it uh, when I was Ooh. traveling. What, what, so why could, did you ultimately not do it then, or what stopped you from doing it? 
Uh, ju- just I started thinking, would it be clunky to have a PS4 and this monitor and all the cables for it? When oh, I'm yeah, good point. Yeah, that's a sound And I'm point. a sucker, and I'm like, you know what? I want a gaming laptop, so I'm going to buy it. <laughs> so yeah. it just gave you an excuse yeah, to, but, to go but all these in. these things are awesome, and they're actually getting really popular nowadays because of uh, USB-C. Because USB-C yes. does power and display and all of that stuff. So you could just take one of these with anything and just plug it in. And so there's some really, really high-end ones. They get very expensive, but they're awesome to have. Um, yeah, if you just, I've seen them. Uh, if so, you just so basically, it. for anyone who's you know driving right now, can't, can't look it up. If you just picture uh, like an iPad that's just a big screen, except that you plug it into your computer or something, and it gives you a second monitor. That's what, that's what basically it's doing. That's basically all it is. It's just a secondary display. And the reason why he said that he liked doing this was um, he had his kids and everything working. I mean, his kids weren't working, but he had his kids at home while he was working. So instead of... Um, you know, plugging into um, a monitor that they normally use or taking, instead of taking something away from the family, that was his whole concept Does I don't want to take anything away from what my kids would view as normal. So for him, it was worth the investment because it helped his family stay at normalcy. And I just, I, I had big ups for that. I just had a lot of respect for, you know, the way that he was looking at it. Oh, that's awesome. So really, um, the last thing that really came to mind for me, and um, I thought about uh, tapping into it on this on this episode. I think I might run through it just really quickly, just because next week we are going to be doing the episode that is uh, all about communication and how people are communicating. I guess there's a little bit of a separation because this is for at work. Um, so I'm going to give you guys... This is from Tech Times, struggling to work at home, these apps that will improve your productivity at work. So I'm going to run you through a couple of these, knowing that we're going to talk about some of this next week. Um, So let's just hit on some of these quick. And I just want to know just from you if you've used it and if you like it. How's that? Okay. Cool. All right. So the first one, this was Zoom, my favorite by far. What about you? Zoom for the, the conferencing one? Yes. Right now, all we use is Google Hangouts, the the actual Hangout Meet. I haven't used that yet. I have not used that yet. Can I jump in with a random story about Zoom that I heard that made me like, oh, man. Yes, absolutely. So you know how Zoom, uh, if the person who sets up the meeting, they can have it recorded and stuff, which a lot of businesses are doing. Yeah. There's this report that came out, and I don't know if it's been fixed since then. This was two days ago, where if they set up uh, to record the meeting as a local meeting versus it getting safe to the cloud, then normally at the end, it sends them a transcript, right? Of, of everything that was said and everything that was typed. That's normal, right? Yeah. All they all do that, right? But what people found out was if they saved it locally and you were IMing someone in that group privately. So let's say it's me, you, and two other people. You IM me privately and you're like, oh man, let's go play games after this meeting or whatever. Yeah. When the manager gets, or the person who set up the meeting gets the transcript, it included the private messages oh. that you were sending. So that's just a PSA in case you guys are using it. Don't get yourselves in trouble, you know, by accident. I don't know if that's been fixed since then, but just oh, that's not good. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, we're gonna talk more in depth about Zoom and how we're using it socially, but that's good to know from a working standpoint. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I haven't tried it myself. But I use mostly the Google Meet, which I, I you know, it's work. It's easy to jump in and out. They have that on here. So, well, let me start with it. They have something called Basecamp 3. That I haven't heard of. Not haven't even heard of it. Then they had something called Headspace. I haven't heard of it, man. Nope, haven't heard of that either. Um, this one is join.me. 
Holy crap. I feel like I'm very well connected and I haven't heard of any of those. Dude, when I went through some of this, and this is from techtimes.com. So like I've used them for other things when we've looked at um, episodes. Then they had the, the the Google Suites apps. So that's Google Docs, Hangouts, yeah. Drive. We I use all that. I haven't used Hangouts and I don't want to go too far into it because it was brought up on the poll. And if you've used it, I want you to go more in depth next week because we're going to be focusing on nothing but apps next week. That's basically okay. what the whole episode is. And I'm so excited. Then there was Microsoft Teams. Love it. Use it at work. A lot of fun. Um, then there was Slack. And I've heard a lot about Slack and Trellio. They always kind of get paired together. Have you used either one of those? Uh, I installed Slack and then never used it. Trellio. I think I've used Trellio. Well, it was cool, but I just didn't have a use case for it. I was just kind of messing with it. So we yeah, I thought about I thought about using that for the podcast at one point, but then uh, once I started using the Bear app and I could just send you the notes, it just didn't make sense to add something else to it. All right, so last two, um, they have something called Take a Break, please. Take a never heard of that either. Never heard of that. And then oh, actually three more. I apologize. So we had Take a Break, which never heard of Dropbox, which I think everybody's had yeah, some type of feel with, and then. Um, they had something called down dog and being a big workout person and a big yogi. I love yoga. It says since heading out to the gym is out of the question, um, these days, an app like down dog is pretty nice to have on hand. It's a yoga app with over 60,000 unique configurations. You can basically set up how you want to exercise. So I will be using that this week and I will report back oh, wow, on how yeah. good it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually pretty pumped about that. I'm That's not going to awesome. lie. It's free for everybody, huh? Until yeah. And it's free. Yeah. And you basically, at least for now, it looks like it's yeah, a free yeah. app. But until May 1st, yeah. I just looked it up. And if oh, you're a teacher, a t- teacher or a student, they get it free until uh, June what yeah Yeah, that's what i'm talking about so yeah this has been kind of like our take on uh, working from home and some some of the interesting ways that people are um are are really thinking about this unique time so i guess i would like to get your take what what are your thoughts having just gone through all of that looking at your own situation what are your thoughts for the people out there listening uh about the quarantine in general about all the apps just working from home and just like just in general like what what's your what's your overall take on how everything is playing out so far uh, i think it's playing out as well as it can i'm still a little worried about how long it's going to last i think every, everyone is going to be good for the first month or two and then once we get to month three five seven you know then we'll see how that goes but i think people will come through uh, where once everyone comes down a little bit Hopefully I think we so all too. come together. Yeah, I think good. so too. I think I, my my overarching thought for this is obviously I, I want to always thank the people who participated with us and um, who got involved with us. I will be putting up something that shows um, more frequently like what episodes are going to be coming down the pipeline. So I'll be building different graphics for that so we, we can keep people engaged and understanding. We, we do these notes two weeks ahead. So that way once... Once we get the poll from you guys, we can take that information, make a really quality episode with it, do a lot of research, and then provide it out to you. So I'll make I'll make sure that we're providing that note. But yeah, I really hope that coming out of this, that a lot of people start to realize how good we actually had it. I think it's easy to take things for granted when it's always available. And I think 
this should be a wake up call to all of us that things can change in an instant. And now that we've lived through that type of a change, I hope that it empowers people um, to be a little bit kinder, to be a little bit nicer uh, and to to really focus in on um, the people around them because you need everybody to survive. Like in your mind, you don't think that because you're so used to doing things on your own and, and then the, the hustle and bustle of getting things done. Uh, I hope that this gives people a new perspective that we do really rely on each other more than I think we like to admit. Oh, yeah, I agree 100% on that one. So this has been another episode of It's Probably You. Remember, you can always find us on Instagram at it's uh, it's underscore probably underscore the letter U. We have our website, itsprobablyyou.com, where we'll put up videos and other things, other pieces of content. Uh, And then you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor. We're all over the place. And that's a beautiful thing about having Anchor is that they do distribute us out to other platforms. Any last words from you, my friend? No, just stay safe, everybody. And, you know, wash your hands. Wash your hands. And I will do this other PSA. Stop buying all the toilet paper. (laughs) So so with that said, as always, um, remember, if you feel guilty, it's probably probably you. you.